while we anticipated his visit last week, we had to postpone it for a week, and I'm glad he made it here today. Uh, we speak of Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg, who is uh, one of our favorite guests. He is the, let me make sure I get this right, assistant principal, or is that no, that principal? That, of, of Judaic studies. I, I apologize. No, hey, listen, it's okay. I've <laughs> gone ahead and, and publicly downgraded your position. You've been principal of Judaic studies right. for how long? Uh, past four years. It's four years and I can't get the title straight? No, I'm you're sorry. good, you're good, don't worry. <laughs> I came you're, here to set the records. <laughs> I see that. I'm glad you're, no, I'm really glad you're here. He's principal of Judaic studies at North Shore Hebrew Academy, which I assume means 9th through 12th grade? 9th through 12th. 9th through 12th grade. And... Um, he is also here today because he leads one of the programs we love, and that is the All Boys Nala Trip to Israel, which I guess this year leaves July. Do we even know yet? Yeah, July 7th. Open to all 10th, 10th graders. 10th grade boys going into 11th grade. Anybody in 10th right now, Correct. they could speak to you. They should it, speak to me. And they could also speak to a lot of, of, a lot of 11th graders Correct. who enjoyed last year's yeah. trip immensely. We had a tremendous, uh, we had a tremendous group last year. Remember, folks, this past summer in Israel was a very challenging one. It was. And in many ways very exciting, in many ways very tense. And yet, your group, thank God, and many other groups as well, but your group had a phenomenal time in the Holy Land. We did. We did. We, uh, we did not, um, we did not miss anything. Right. With the exception of going into Hebron. Right. Which, I plan on going to this year, please, right. Dan. And that would have worked out if it simply could have been yeah. jugg- juggled yeah. on a different day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, so the, yes, uh, we'll talk about the NALA program, etc. So first of all, so it, one of the things I discovered this morning, uh, and along with the help of Yosef Siegel, who I appreciate, uh, you know what it's like having him as a right-hand man. He's so the best. I appreciate the fact that he's here serving as my right-hand man today. Um I learned that in the what would I like to refer to as the Yeshiva League, and I've mm-hmm. told you that, right? We're yep. we're we're essentially a a show that appeals to the Yeshiva League and beyond uh, in terms of schools. I didn't realize that many schools are actually on today. Yep. There are a lot of people commuting with regular carpools tuned in this morning, and you know, yep. listening like they would on any other day. Yep. So you have some schools off like yours, correct? Others that are on like uh, many that are out there listening right now. So a big a big greeting to those who may be a little bit bleary eyed. People have this habit of staying up till midnight on New Year's Eve, uh, no, ma- no matter what the situation is. <laughs> so some people may be bleary-eyed, but uh, hope, thank you for tuning in. And hopefully there's not much traffic, no matter where you are uh, this morning. Um, that's one of the things I discovered. Secondly, North Shore Hebrew Academy. Now, should I assume that it is so far out there? How long did it take you to uh, get here this morning? Uh, is it more than about, a 40-minute drive? No, it was about 40 minutes. It's about 40 minutes. Right. So I'm I- coming in from Woodmere. That's where you stayed last night. No, that's where. Oh, that's where you live. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, right. If you drove from North Shore, it'd be a little longer. It would be a little bit. Fifty minutes. Yeah, maybe. Okay. not more than that. So, you know, when you think about it, that's an hour from our headquarters. That's close to an hour from the JM and the AM headquarters. Right. Yet, are there North Shore people who are tuned in on a daily basis to the I show? Certainly hope so. I really hope so as well. I hope so as that's well. If not, we need... send out an email to everyone. <laughs> if not, we got to do some heavy recruiting. Absolutely. I mean, if I walked into the North Shore building. Would anybody have a clue who I am? That's yeah, of my course, question. Dr. Vitale. <laughs> so there's one. He's still waiting for you to do the show from there. So you're saying to me, there's one person <laughs> that we can guarantee would actually greet me as if I'm not some stranger walking into the. Well, building. we would send out an email beforehand. Somebody <laughs> well, would come. Yeah, you know, we'd have not, the kids dress up. But the teachers, the students, there wouldn't be of all those hundreds. There would not be any others that might have a chance of knowing who I am. Oh, you know, it's a slow process. <laughs> How many students are there? We in have four hundred. Wow! Yeah, is okay. that the most ever in the uh, high school? No, no. I think they may have had a little bit more. 
at some point. So you never know, a couple more. Never but, over five hundred. No, no. That's a pretty big height. Pretty big, big yeah, gigantic. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big place. If you look at the yeshiva league, there are probably very few that are that are at those numbers, right, right? Right. And we like it. It's a good. It's a good number for us. It allows us to know all the kids to really understand. Even them. at four hundred, you yeah, can still. Doctor Vitown, I know every kid by name, their learning profiles. So that means every time there's an incoming class, yeah, you have to learn a whole new group. There's about a hundred, about a hundred, right? Each uh, yeah. yeah, that must be a very difficult process. It is, but you learn like tricks on how to learn the names. What percentage spaces. of applicants will be in ninth grade next year? You have any clue what the percentage is? Um, will fifty percent be invited to come to school, or it depends. I mean, we're we're pretty, you know, we're, we're selective. Like we want right. good kids. When I say good kids, I mean every child is a good child. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I'm talking as like an educator now. It's like everybody's listening to me talking. You're lucky to go to school today. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we want well-behaved, well-mannered right. students who are interested in learning. Right. You want um, essentially what most schools want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. But so we're not just going to take... Right, understood. You know, so you're somewhat selective. Right. At the same time, you're you're obviously right. accepting a large number. Yeah, I mean, we'll have about 200, 250 applicants. Right. Um, and from there, we'll take, yeah, about 50%. Right. And many of them will apply, obviously, to more than one school. Yeah. yeah. We're an interesting school because we we cater to, um, you know, single gender schools right. and co-ed schools. Right. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting mix. Right. Those who are. Students that we get. And, right. In other words, you'll get from both types yeah, of schools. Exactly. And, and what about neighborhoods? Is there, is there a dominant neighborhood for North Shore? We actually, we actually, um, we get kids from about, um, I think it's, I think it's 12 or 13 different communities. Um, all Long Island or not necessarily? No, no. Long Island, Queens, Even west, west of Long Chester, Island. Uh, there are kids from West Chester coming in. We have a ton of kids coming in from Brooklyn. Seriously? Yeah. Like a busload? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. We have a lot of That's another there. thing I've noticed, by the way, in the quote unquote Yeshiva League, right? Modern Orthodox high schools. There's a lot of commuting. A lot of schools have yeah. what you just described, yeah. where you know half the school's really local and half the school's coming from all these different areas. Yeah, only about fifty percent of our of our student body are from Great Neck. Right, and then you have a bunch from other, which makes it a really interesting place. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that's a great yeah. mix. So, by Dr. Noam Weinberg is here. He is the principal of Judaic Studies at North Shore Hebrew Academy. We've invited him here because he's again announced. That the Nala program, which we are big fans of and is uh, affiliated, uh, we'd have to say even more than affiliated, is it's a Camp Masora project. Uh, this will be the fourth year. Fourth year. This will be the fourth summer. It's open to tenth grade boys. Going into eleven. From anywhere in this country, from right? Anywhere in the country. And um, and it leaves at the beginning of July. It's a great program. Uh, we'll talk more about it. Information. What should people do? How do they? So, if you're interested, if you have a child, a son going into uh, going into 11th grade and 10th grade this year, uh, and he's interested in really having the most amazing summer, he should uh, or you should send me an email at nale n a a l e h at campmasora dot com. And those wondering about the typical summer programs that kids in the, again, Yeshiva League go to, right. it's basically priced like the others, right? It's, yeah. It's yeah. essentially. Absolutely. Right. If you're sending your kid to Israel after 10th grade, as many people do, 100%. you're not you're not spending any more or no, less no, 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 than, no, than no, everyone no, else. You're right in the right. same ballpark. Absolutely. Um, right. Dr. Noam Weinberg is here. Our server Bateve this morning at JM in the AM. What happens on a fast day in your high school? Is it a shortened day or a typical day or regular? Uh, I know yeah, today it's off, but you know. We generally have a half a day. Right. Like um, everybody. Like everybody. Mincha. And then, right. uh, 
that they Let slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the kids go home. I see you're very into, you're very into fitness. I am. That's something that a lot of people know about you. Yeah. So fast days are a welcome day for you? Correct. Just, it is a welcome day. Yeah, because I get to sleep a little bit later and not have to go to the gym and I don't feel guilty. <laughs> you would not go to the gym on a fast day? No, of course not. Interesting. I can see someone like you go to the gym on a fast day. Yeah. I get dehydrated. Is that what happens? <laughs> so when you're, when you're, when you're working out, right. you're, you're drinking the whole entire time. I drink after. Not I like during. To, I, I'm very intense when I do, when I'm like <laughs> in the zone. So I just. And how much do you uh, give me a typical mi- mileage workout, or how much <clears throat> you have to drink afterwards? So I'll typically do about six and a half to seven miles in the morning, and then I'll work. This is an interesting conversation is to have a, on the air with everybody. Then I'll work out. Is that a my typi- abs? Then I'll do upper body workout. Is that a typical? Yeah. Six day a week workout. Um, six to seven if miles. I can, if I can. If you could, at four twenty in the morning. If you could do Sunday through Friday, you're doing it. Yeah. And how much water after that? Uh, try and drink like a sports bottle, and then twelve ounce cup of coffee, decaf, no sugar, skim milk. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Have you noticed that not everybody in our community has the same workout regimen that you have? I do, but you want to know something? I'm working against genetics. That's the truth. I I lost forty five pounds. My blood pressure was skyrocketing. My cholesterol was skyrocketing. I brought my cholesterol down from two thirty to one forty seven. Doctor wanted to put me on medicine. What do I have to go on medicine for? Because right, it's easier than making it's, than making it come in at four twenty in the morning, right? right? I mean, are there times when you just hate it? Yep. There are times when you hate it. Hate it. When you know there's far, five miles to go, you, uh, you can't, can't even believe you have to it. stay on there. Uh. But nonetheless, but I do it because I think of my family. I know it sounds a little right. cheesy, but I, are you I, this kidding? Is, this it, is it my segula. To be admired. This is my segula farichas yamim. But have you gone ahead, Bilian Hara? Have you gone ahead? Sure. And you haven't answered my question. Have you Talk noticed that not everybody in our community has the same workout regimen that you have? I do. I do. I do notice that. But is there a change at all? Is, is, there, is there any reason for you to believe that more people are more concerned about their health and yeah. dealing with it the way you deal with it than, like you described all your medication, etc.? I think people, Bikaron, want to want to do something, but I, I, I think, you know, life gets in the way and you just have to make it a, Lamaisa, at the end of the day, it's just making it a priority. Right. You just, you just got to do it. I mean, it, you think about food that we eat on Shabbos, you think about food that we eat on Yontif, you think about <laughs> just the noshing here and there. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot for your body. Tremendous to caloric intake and it's terrible calories. It's a lot. It's not like it's just calories. It's no. bad calories. Yeah. So and and my doctor used to talk to me about it all the time. He say, "No, I'm 20 minutes a day. Just walk. 30 minutes. Just take a walk. Take a walk with your wife. Take a walk by yourself. Clear your head. It's just good for your heart. It's good for your body." And at a certain point, I just like you know, he gave I just said, "You know, I, I got to do this." Unbelievable. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg is here. When you're with the guys in the summer in Israel, can yeah. you keep up a workout regimen? Or or they're all working out because you're hiking no, so we're much. Constantly, we're constantly So you don't hiking. have to go to a gym when you're, no, when you're doing this Israel Although our, our base does have a... A health club type a, thing? It does have, we do have a workout Which regimen. Which you used or you had no need for it? Um, no, only because I was intimidated by the guys who were like, working out like beasts. Meaning, um, meaning the 10th graders? Yeah. You're serious? Yeah, they're all like wrestling guys. They're coming down. I'm like, hi guys. <laughs> you know. And they had the discipline to get up early and do it. Um, or late at night. Yeah. Well, that must give you a little 
hope for no, our it people. Does. It does. That it the does. next Absolutely. generation's understanding yeah. the, the importance of working out yeah, and, and being in better shape. Absolutely. Wow. You've never made this a cause celeb, have you? Like you, you even though you do this on a daily basis and no. you understand the importance for our community, you, you've never like I talk about it with my students. Right. But champion the cause or or, no. or thought about writing an article or a book, that kind of thing like I would write an article about it. That's actually an interesting idea. Yeah. You think I should? Yeah, I mean Okay. I I, I would think that there are many okay. people out there that would want to publish an article like that. Okay. That would want our Maybe community to be more aware of. You know. Also, I think people think it's not for them. They think it's difficult, right. not just time-wise and commitment and I hate it or don't hate it. Just people like that. Like that's not me. You know, I can't. I can't be an athlete for X number of minutes or hours a day. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. People. Pe- people get disenchanted with the idea you know when they think about what it entails and they think right. about they have an image of who that guy exactly. is exactly i'll never look like that right. forget about it and it can't be me right anyway. but it's not about it's not about it's not about the way you look it's about the way you feel it's about your heart it's about you know all those important things that make a difference that make a real difference all right um all right we're talking about nala <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> And we're reminding everybody out there that Camp Misora has a wonderful 10th grade program for boys that goes to Israel. Did you ever suspect that right off the bat it would be this successful? Uh, I hoped it would be, but, but even thank year God. one was really yeah. Year one was was excellent, and, it's, and and it was a small group. It was 17 boys year one, right? But it was just so fantastic. And year two, we we had 22. Year three, last year we had 35. Um, you know, it'll depend. I, I don't know if it'll be as big every year, or maybe it'll be bigger. Who knows? But I think it's just the quality of guys that come. They're just fantastic, and they know how to have a good time, and they know how to do it in the right way. And so it's a combination of good kids, obviously well, good staff, right? Right, good were, kids, you, good staff. When you were scheduled an last awesome week, program. I'll tell you the other thing is, is that sorry for cutting you off. No problem. Um, you know, the fact that we're a smaller program allows us to do the programming internally. So Nechama, my wife, is fantastic. She works together with Ari Gruen, who is our head madrich in Israel, and they put it all together. So we can do things with a smaller group that larger groups don't necessarily have the ability to do um, just because it takes too long. Like, for example, when we were in, if you'll remember this, when we were in uh, Yam HaMelech in that area, we did Hari Sedom. So we do this awesome hike up for about, I would say, probably like a 65-degree angle, 70-degree angle, like straight up. Oh, my gosh. Um, in the blazing hot sun, which is awesome. Obviously, we make the kids drink, wear hats, all of that. How many um, miles safety is that? Comes first. Uh, it wasn't so many. I don't think it was maybe like two miles. But that incline is a but little... The incline was tough. But then you get to the top, and we rappel down about 170 feet into an abandoned salt mine. And then we crawl through it, and the temperature drops like... 40 degrees, it's crazy. And then we crawl through it. Now, that's awesome when you have 35 guys. If you have like 100 people right. waiting in line in that's 115 degrees, it's right. a very difficult thing to do. So it allows us that flexibility. Right. Do you have videos of this stuff? We do. We do. Did we I ever have... see a video of that? Um, I think I have at home. I'll show you. I just sent out a WhatsApp to our group last night. I want to put together something a little bit more professional for for people to see. We have one from our first year, which is great. It's long. Um, I want to put together something a little bit different this year. The incline on your treadmill is never 65%, right? Or 65 <laughs> degrees, right? No. That you don't do. 
<laughs> but I assume it's never at. It's always something. It's always right? something. Yeah, it's important. It's important to do it at something. <laughs> always getting back to your workouts. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, so that's one example of a golden opportunity that a smaller group has oh, that, that others may not. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we talk about traveling the entire country, in mm-hmm. fact, that's the case, right? Golante yes. Lot. Yes. Golante Lot. Golante Lot. We spend a couple days in a lot. We spend a couple days up in the Golan. We do. Well, I, I want. I'm, I'm very passionate about Israel. Besides for being a big religious Zionist, I'm also just, I, I'm in love with the land itself. I want the boys to feel that love and I want them to know that Israel doesn't only mean Ben Yehuda and Mamila, even though those are beautiful places. Israel is all of Israel. It's everything. And I want them to feel passionate about that. And so we take them everywhere. East, west, north, south—it doesn't make a difference. We take them everywhere, and uh, and you're able to do certain things that they would never be able to do with their families, right? Like you go to yeah. a lot, and there—I mean, you just describe something at Yamamoth, which is amazing. And I don't know how many families, especially right. with age differences, right. can go ahead and do something like that. When you get to a lot, similar type stuff, right? <coughs> jumping, yeah. jumping off boats and things right. like so, that. Right. So, so a typical a lot day, I like to say it because it's it's just typical for us, but it's it's just so awesome. So we take them to a. a Great. One of the days that we're down there, we take them to this awesome uh, hike called Hartzvachot. It's it's also it's a pretty intense hike. Um, it's about that, three that's hours. A, that's a really intense hike. Yeah, it was. But you did it, yeah. How many miles is that? Um, I'm not even sure how many miles it is. But but when you get to the top, it's the only place in Israel that's like a legit hike that you get to the top. You can see Israel, of course, Egypt, Saudi Arabia. And Jordan from this one spot. So you're standing on top. You see all of these countries and right below, it's surrounded by orange mountains. Right below, you see the crystal blue water of the Red Sea. And then we jump down. We, we don't jump down. We run down. We run down to the bus. The bus takes us to the marina. We get on the boat. We get on a yacht that I rent out for everybody. We go into the middle of the Red Sea, blast music, jump off the boat. We we swim for about an hour and a half. Have we have like these uh, rafts, these uh, trampolines in the water? It's awesome. Get back on the boat. Go back to the to the marina. Then we head to this private beach. We hire a couple of guys to put together a barbecue for us. Frisbee football on the beach, kumzits. Then we go back to the hotel, wash up, and then we spend an hour of free time on the Tayelet, which is which is beautiful. But that's that's awesome. What's in the Red Sea? Do you encounter fish and other beings yes. when you're yeah. down there? Yeah, well, we go scuba diving. Right. So that you see so we plenty. See, there's a coral reef that we go scuba How diving. How remarkable in. is that? It's we really say Marabu Masach Hashem. I talk to the boys about it. It's it's really it's really amazing. Oh, that, my uh, glasses prescription. I think on my left eye is one seven five and negative one seven five, and my right eye is like negative one fifty. And you don't need glasses because it is so clear. You just wear goggles with it's, no prescription. It's amazing. And it's unbelievable. It's beautiful. And like the guys that take you down. That you could touch the fish, <laughs> and you they're can? yeah, and they're colorful. Yo, you did it right, of course. It was awesome, right? You saw the sea cucumbers on the bottom. It's really, it's really cool. I gotta do some of this stuff. It's re- come with us. <laughs> I should, right? <laughs> but I invited I, you last summer, but, I, but I'd never be able to keep up. That's the problem. Ah, you will. <laughs> It is not easy. Maybe I just don't remember my youth about all this. I mean, walking and hiking. But I, I mean, I did as a kid. I did some of this stuff in Israel. But I don't know. It never seemed like it was that intense or that long or the distances that you're doing. Like right. it, it just seems like the 
very, very active program. It is an active program. It is an active program, and that's the reason why, you know, I just want to say for all the people who are listening and considering that safety is really a, a number one priority for us, especially with the heat. Um, w- one of the things that, that are important to us is, first of all, we bring a chovesh with us wherever we go, a medic um, who actually works for Hatzalah in Israel. So when they're in the water, he's right nearby. He's always He's always with right. us. With the exception of the day of Tisha B'Av itself, he was with us everywhere we went. Um, he's an amazing guy, Yaakov Feder. He was the best, the best, a Shalavim guy. He was a Mifaked in Golani. That's oh, a great role model. Oh, he was awesome. He was awesome. He'll be there again this time? He used to do workouts with the boys. <laughs> he's so Army cool. workouts. Yeah, exactly. He'll, do the, he'll be there again? Um, we're hoping. If not, then someone plan. similar. Yeah, I guess. exactly, exactly. Um, when the boys when the boys are hiking, they're made to drink water, of course. But it's not just drink water. Let me see your bottle. Let mm-hmm. me make sure that you actually drank. I mean, you know, adolescent boys. Yeah, yeah, I drank. <laughs> right. uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> when it comes to water, they're not always willing to admit the truth. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, hats are always important. And the truth of the matter is, is that before we go on any hike, we'll speak to the Pikut Ha'orif, which is like the Home Front Regional Command. We'll right. speak to the police, just making sure that safety and security right. are important to us. But also, if we find out that it's too hot, we won't go. Um, and that's happened in the past. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. There was two years ago. We did. We did. But a you were in. Wa- you were in one fifteen. We were. We were. And we you were. were allowed to do it. Yeah. Well, depending on where you are, they right. allow you to. Meaning, like the norm there, right. I guess, allows you to. But when we went to Wadi Kelt two years ago, um, we were only allowed to hike up to a certain point because it got too. It got. It was too hot, and they didn't want you doing certain areas that were. And we listen, and that's and that's right. the way it goes. <sighs> Who was supposed to be here? When you were visiting last week, one of your staff members, right? Was he supposed? Am I right? Oh yeah, John Zard, DJ ZJ. And that is, and that's, and he's not here today because he's well, he, away. He went to Israel. He's in Israel. Yeah. And this is one of your. He's what, one of our four, four or five people that right. you bring he's along. One of our Madrichim. Is he from the New York area? He's from Great Neck. He's actually North Shore grad. And what is it, DJ? DJ ZJ. He's a DJ <laughs> from DJ. Um, so you were going to introduce him. To I us. was going to introduce him. I was going to introduce him. Um, but uh, so he knows he can come next year. He knows he can come next year. He's the best. We love him. So he'll be back as well. I hope so. Right. You I never know. So. I keep that, telling right. him. Right. But we want him back. Right. Give me an answer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But he's he's fantastic. Very nice. Well, there you have it. I'll tell you. I'm impressed as Thank a parent you. and as a f- big fan of yours. Thank when th- when this program was announced, but way before I had kids of age to to go with you, when this program was announced, you know I was a tremendous believer. I do. I mean, uh, we were here. We were speaking. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and to and to um, Joseph Stansky, Ari Katz. Yep. Great decision. Great. Both. Wonderful decision. And they're we great to work with. They certainly oh, are. Want to see another successful Nala summer? For 2015, any information you need, what's the best email address again? Nala, N-A-A-L-E-H, at campmasora.com. Uh, Yosef Siegel, anything you want to add about the uh, program? Anything Rabbi uh, Weinberg left out about the summer of 2014? Uh, just, it's, it's, it's one of the programs where you, you literally cover everything you have to do in Israel. You do a, every classic tour, but, and just, Besides all the classic tours you do, the hikes you do are just, as Rabbi Weinberg explained, they're unbelievable. And uh, Was there ever a hike where you said, I can't make it? Yeah, we were, I don't remember if yeah, it which was, one did... it was the one where it wasn't the salt caves, it was a different one where there, there was a there was an incline of, of almost 90 <laughs> degrees. And, and then 
once you got up there, you were stretching for about a half an hour. Like it, it was a tough hike. Oh, you're talking about uh, Maradaka? Uh, not Maradaka. That's up in the north. You were talking about um, Snapir Hagadol in the Machtesh. Yeah. Down in the south. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety degrees? What's no, the, it's not. No, but really, it's, what it's, is it? It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. Seventy it's pretty steep. maybe. It's, steep. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a hike! And you could do that without ropes and uh, yeah, 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 actually, yeah. No, there's like footholds. You yeah. could actually yeah. climb up as yeah. if you're climbing a. Yeah. a, a it looks cliff. much scarier than it is, but it's beautiful. It looks like like a fin of a fish. So it's called snapier agadol in the machtesh. Unbelievable. And when you get up there and look down, you're like, wow, how did I just do that? It's yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that feeling you probably have every day. Yeah, where I mean, you're, where you look back and say, "God, I never did this in, in the U.S. <laughs> during the winter." Right? Yeah. A completely different experience. Totally. There are days you get back, and uh, there's some days where you actually do four TLM that day. Yeah. There are days where we have four trips. We they don't get lot. they don't get uh, stiff and and numb like people my age would if they would do that, right? No. Like they're not sitting at the end of the day. You know, putting Vaseline on their feet no, and, and but, regretting the whole experience. But it's it's a little challenge to wake them up in the morning for right. chakras, and sometimes we have to, uh, you know... Right. Takes an effort. Throw them out of bed and right. pour some water on them or do whatever we need to do toss to get them, them up. Toss them into an ice cave. Well, yeah, toss them into an ice cave, you know, something like that. Um, but but uh, it's pretty solid, i got to say. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, anybody interested... I don't want to scare anybody away... By Why? saying, by saying oh. you have to be in tremendous shape. No, you don't. You don't. You at don't. All. You don't. No. That's the beauty of it. You don't. So a kid could be listening yeah. and saying to themselves, you know, this is not for me. And you would say, no, don't say that. Exactly. 100%. Even though there's four to you limit day sometimes? Yes. yes. There could be. It doesn't matter. No. Everything we do is something that anybody can do. The idea is that we try and push people out of their comfort zone. People can do a lot more than what they think they could do, and everything is done safely, and everything is done with with each person's health interests in mind. Do you remember an encounter from this summer where a kid insisted there's no way he could do it? Yeah. And, yeah. Right so well, a couple of them. In the salt caves, you you wait, you hike up, you're on the mountain, it's about 115 degrees, and you, you're about to you put your harness on, and they attach you, and you look down, and Rabbi Weinberg went first with a couple of guys, and you look down, and you see Rabbi Weinberg, and he looks literally like an ant. You, you can't see that's him. That's how far down he is. Because that's how far down you are. And in this rappelling, you don't, it's not like you're jumping off a wall. I mean, for the first couple of feet, you rappel with your feet right. off the wall, and then you're just free air for about a minute. In, and it, it's unbelievable. It's like a, a drop for a minute. Yeah. Like, yeah. But there were some. Look, we we did some hikes where there were kids that were afraid of heights, um, and, and they got over it. And I told them, I said, "You have to do this, and I will help you, and I will be there with you every step of the way." And you oh. know what I did? I stood under them and I positioned their feet each place, and they did it, and they felt like a million bucks. You know, when you overcome something, oh, it's the greatest you feel feeling. Amazing. It's the best. So, so talk about an adolescent kid. I mean, so much is going on in adolescence. You know, so many. It's like one big thunderstorm, right, hurricane, tornado challenge. inside right. of them, and they and 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 to be able to conquer something and feel like you accomplished is is an amazing is an amazing thing. You're very inspiring, Dr. Weinberg. Thank you, sir. You are really amazing. Uh, Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg is the Judaic principal, Judaic Studies principal, at North Shore Hebrew Academy. 
He is here not only because of that and because there are hundreds of JMAM fans at North Shore. There will be now. <laughs> he's also here. He's also here because he leads the highly acclaimed NALA program for 10th grade boys anywhere. You've had students from outside of New York yes, and New Jersey come correct. along with New you. New York, New Jersey, Florida, right. Philadelphia. We have a lot of interest this year in, uh, in LA. So if you know of kids around the country. Absolutely, anywhere. Let them know about it. Uh, NALA at right? right? NALA, N-A-A-L-E-H at campmissover.com for any information. Rabbi Weinberg will respond to you and get you the information about the summer of 2015, which, as you said, leaves like July 6th or 7th. And exactly. We'll be back a few weeks later. Correct. There you have it. Yosef Siegel, I thank you. Thank you. Thank Good you to for, see you, Yosef. Thank you for thank enjoying you. the summer. Nachum, <laughs> 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 it's always a pleasure. I had a feeling he'd enjoy the summer. I'm really, happy he did. It was really some was experience. Uh, Rabbi Weinberg, great seeing you. And uh, continue your amazing work and Thank continue you. to inspire people. It's uh, it's not easy to get people out of their comfort zone. It's not easy for a person to get out of their comfort zone. It's not easy to step up to challenges and and really – but you insist that if you're if you're around somebody who's trying to overcome a challenge, you're going to help them. 100%. And they may regret having met you for that reason. But, but then they'll gonna... feel amazing about themselves, <laughs> so it's all worth it. Simple as that. I thank you very, very thank much. Thank you, sir. Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg, wishing him and all of our listeners a very easy fast on this Hasara Bateves morning. You are listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org.